you are getting 100% Jody on Women Taking the Lead. Shelly, you mentioned that one thing you want from me is just, you know, hear more about behind the scenes. And I know some of it's just describing my process and, you know, how I do what I do, but I'd love to bring you guys along to some of the events that I go to. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Have you grabbed your copy of my best-selling book, Accomplished, How to Go from Dreaming to Doing? Head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash accomplished to access the secrets to achievement and success. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me today. I don't know if it's the change in season and the warming temperatures, but I've started thinking again about how I had this intention back in the fall to do more Facebook Lives. I was resistant to it at first, then tried it a couple of times, and had every intention of continuing, and then... It sounds like an awful excuse, but life got busy. I was finishing preparations for my book launch. Then the holidays were upon us. Then, then, then. (laughs) Now I could easily let this go, except the feeling I get is these live streams would be beneficial for all of us. So I want to make it happen. However, what is clear to me now is I need some outward accountability to do so. I'm sharing this with you in the hopes that I will become more consistent with them, even if it's once or twice a month. The episode I'm sharing now is the audio recording of the Facebook Live I did back in September in the Women Taking the Lead private Facebook group. I'm sharing it because it got a great reaction from the group, so I know there are more of you who will benefit from the content of this recording. So here goes. Hey everyone, can you hear me? This time I'm in my office. I'm not in standing in my kitchen at 6.30 in the morning. I know this was a little impromptu, but I knew I had to just start doing this. Um, it was something that um, I've been hearing a lot about. I've been getting prompts from you guys in the group. And of course, when I was at the Agents of Change conference last Friday, um got a lot of feedback that, you know, this is something, you know, that's important. It's out there. You got to use it. Um, and it's a better way for me to connect with you guys. Um, I have the chat up on my PC too. Right now you can, oh, there we go. Right now you can only stream to groups through your phone. So I've got my phone propped against my monitor and I, Um, I'm watching myself on my PC too, just so I can type responses too, rather than, you know, doing the whole thumb typing thing. Um, so yeah, some thoughts. Um, I am still a little nervous with this. Um, I do speak in front of groups and, you know, I've done a little bit of video before, but the whole live thing is a little unsettling. I'm sure it'll become more comfortable as time goes by. And, and isn't that the truth? You just have to keep doing something. Melinda Chen just posted in the group yesterday. I hope you guys all saw her post where she gave tips on, you know, how to get better at sales and more comfortable. And one of the things she talked about was just keep putting yourself out there in sales situations so that you eventually 
get used to it. Um, you, you become oblivious to it. You know, you stretch that comfort zone. So this is me trying to stretch my comfort zone with live video. Um, and I want to thank the people who prompted me to do it. And so there was definitely some things I thought I would chat about, but if you have questions, post them below. Um, I want this to be interactive. Hopefully at some point, Facebook will, um, update this software so that it could be a little more interactive, kind of like what you can do on Skype or Zoom. But for now, this this looks more like webinar style where it's just a talking head. So the more comments and questions you guys have, the more this will feel like a conversation. Um, let's see. So I wrote down some notes of some things that uh, I could chat about while I'm here and give some updates. So I would like to do this more often and I'd like to do it at a time that, that works for you guys too and find a time on my schedule. Of course, you know, you block something out far enough in advance, um, then it, it, it can happen. And Nancy, I see you too. So good to see you there. Um, so I would love to know days, um, times of the week, um, that work best for you guys where we can maybe do the, this interactive chat. I know noontime tends to be a good time because we don't often schedule ourselves for meetings during lunch. And I'm happy to have a smoothie right before noon or, or have lunch with you guys. Um, totally fine with me. Um, but if there's a common day and time, hi, Deb. Yay. That's how I feel too. And uh, we'll do that. And oh my God, you guys, you guys are definitely going to laugh at me because after I did the video the other day, I was like, all right, I'm definitely doing this. So how am I going to do it? I got on Amazon and I ordered a selfie stick. <laughs> I've been resisting it for the longest time, but uh, you know, there it goes. It's coming in the mail. It's supposed to be arriving tomorrow. So I can do more live video when I'm out and about. And that's something I'd, I'd like to do as well. Um, Shelly, you mentioned that one thing you want from me is just, you know, hear more about behind the scenes. And I know some of it's just describing my process and, you know, how I do what I do, but I'd love to bring you guys along too, to some of the events that I go to, um, the different um, people I'm meeting up with, you know, if I'm having coffee with someone who's fascinating, I would love to ask them if they don't mind doing a quick, you know, live stream and just sharing some of the people I have conversations with. I'm blessed to be surrounded by a lot of people who are doing fascinating things. And, and here's my belief. I don't think it's just where I am. I think anyone can find in their own community amazing people who are up to big things in the world. So definitely want to be sharing more of that. Um, and let's see. And also some of my feedback from the conference. Um, and I did get to see Deb and Nancy at the conference too. So Deb or Nancy, if you want to share in the comments, some of your takeaways from the agents of change conference, I think, and not just agents of change, I think conferences are so important to go to. It's when we kind of get out of our normal routine. We go in, we take content, we learn new ideas. For me, it was finally what got me over the hump to just do live video, but it was a lot of the interactions and the conversations I was having. But I did want to tell you that um, 
prior to going to the Agents of Change, um, Ashley Smith, who's also part of this group, and she's been giving me some really great feedback on the group. She And I want to give her credit. She's the reason why I started doing the big welcome posts on Wednesday, because she shared with me that when she was added to the group, she was really excited, but she wasn't really sure, you know, the culture of the group or what she was supposed to be doing and what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. And so from her, I had the idea of the Wednesday post. So I just want to say, oh my God, I love you guys. You're so awesome. Um, I can see you guys joining and liking the post. So thank you so much. Um, and I just really want to reiterate that I, I thrive on feedback. So if you guys have ideas or you see there's something we could be doing more of or better, then I, I'm totally open to it, more than open to it. I'm eager for it. Um, and Deb, I'm reading your comments, Seth Godin's advice to ship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> if you want to get better, you have to start doing something. Um, I love the term Brene Brown used in her book, Rising Strong, the shitty first draft. Like you always have to have <laughs> that shitty first draft. If you want to get really good at something, you have to put yourself out there. Hey, Amy, thank you so much. I wish I could see you too, because I know you always look fabulous when I see you. Um, and so, yeah, if there's anything you want to do and you want to get better at, it has to be important enough that you'd be willing to look bad doing it as well. Um, so the other day was kind of, you know, my, my shitty first draft is I'm sure I'll look back on this video and be like, oh, that's that was a part of my shitty first draft process as well. Um, so, yeah, that. Um, I definitely want to make this a community. This group is not just about me. Um, I really want it to be something that you guys see as an asset, um, something of value in your life as well. Um, and continuing with some of the feedback Ashley gave me, I reached out to her recently. We've been talking and talking about someday meeting up for coffee when we weren't so busy. So I reached out to her again recently and was like, hey, let's get it on the calendar. And she you know, had a list of things that she she's like, oh, I want to talk to you about all these things. And she said, also, um, you know, want to give more feedback, but also I'd love to find out more about what it is that you do. And Ashley's been a part of this group for a while, and she even attended one of my mastermind sessions before I had shut it down for the summer. And I thought, oh my goodness, if Ashley doesn't know <laughs> what I do, then it's likely not clear um, to other people what it is that I do. I know I released the bonus episode, Are You This Woman, a few months ago, but then here's another thing that happened. At the Agents of Change conference, I got to meet Melissa Cuevas Collins. And then, Melissa, I hope I pronounced um, your name correctly. Um, and she came up to me and she was like, Jody, I just found out today that you have a podcast. And I was like, what? I thought it was so obvious. Like, to me, in my world, the podcast is so obvious. I don't feel like I have to talk about it, but it's that's not true. I, I I do have to talk about it. I have to keep talking about it and repeating it. And, you know, and it just had me realize, like, we're all busy. We're all coming and going. We don't see all posts. We don't know everything that was going on. And so... You know, it's important for us, especially for those of us who have businesses and who have services to offer. We have to keep talking about it and keep putting ourselves out there. We think 
that we're bothering people or that we're talking about it too much. But it, the reality of, of it is it, it's not true. It's just like when um, you're doing public speaking, you know, and you, you feel like you have to talk really fast um, because in your mind, um, you're, you need to keep that pace for it to sound normal. But the reality is if you slowed down, you still found, you know, you still would sound normal and people would actually be able to better appreciate what you're saying and take it all in. Um, so that was a lesson to me. The perception in my mind, you know, of how I'm being perceived is, is not the reality that it, it's also important to keep checking out. Check, sorry. It's important to keep checking in with, you know, the people who are in your community and the people you want to reach most to ask them how they are perceiving you. So let's see what else. So from that, um, I realized I, you know, really just had to, to put it out there that, you know, first and foremost, I'm a coach, you know, and women taking the lead is my brand because it's my mission to help women take the lead in their life. I see too many women holding themselves back in all different ways, you know, being afraid to, you know, set boundaries because they're afraid that people won't like them or will see them as being uncaring or selfish or women who are afraid to speak up for themselves or they're afraid to really go after something because the fear and the fear is really about they're afraid of like how their life will be different. You know, what's going to change? Um, the responsibility that they have to take on when the reality is, is the bigger we go, the more people we surround ourselves by. It's a natural process that as we take on bigger and bigger things, part of the task is to surround yourself with people who are also doing big things, who can support you, who can show you the way and give you tips and strategies um, to help you adapt to that new level of leadership, the new level of success and the new level of responsibility that you're taking on. So I really wanted to give women a sense that you're not doing this alone. There's support. Um, you can do this. All you have to do is believe in yourself and that naturally um, that will happen. So usually when women um, reach out to me and they're asking um, about my coaching service and whether or not we'd be a good fit, you know, typically they're in a place where they're already successful. Anyone in their life would never recommend coaching for them because to them, this woman is is already rocking it. She's already doing great and she just needs to keep doing what she's doing. But this is what's happening for her. And I attract a lot of women who are just like me. We're ambitious, we're type A, we're logical, we're smart, we're capable. And because of these things, we tend to go it alone. You know, not completely alone, but we tend to whatever we can keep control over we want to do. We're perfectionists. You know, um, the work we put out is part of our brand. So we want it to be really good. And we have a hard time um, trusting other people, you know, with the things that we do. But the thing is, for this woman, for her to achieve the level of success that she wants to achieve, and the same thing for me, if I want to achieve the level of success I want to achieve, we have to continue to trust people and delegate and shift our priorities and take on a different type of leadership rather than being the doer, you know, leading by example. There is some of that. 
there's less of that and there's more leading by inspiration and support and service. Um, so I'm helping a lot of my clients to kind of shift their perspective on what's required of them as a leader, what's required of them as a business owner, so that they can get to that next level of leadership or success, really. Um, and there are women who, who um, come with all different um, presenting problems, I guess, for lack of a better word. Hey, Libby. Oh, yeah, totally. Libby and I are definitely on the same page with this. Um, you know, in some of the conversations I've have been having with Libby lately, we, we talk often, and I've said it on the podcast, that entrepreneurship is probably one of the most robust um, personal development programs you can put yourself through. And, you know, as you're taking on bigger things in your life, who you are and how you see yourself has to change. And so I'm helping my clients to, you know, see themselves differently and to react to things differently. A lot of the bonus episodes recently have had to do with our stress reaction. Um, that's definitely something I help my clients with changing their perspective on what's happening, the story we're telling ourselves as things are coming at us so that our response to stress is completely different. And, you know, ideally the goal is to choose a response that keeps you in the game, keeps you moving forward and makes you feel good. Let's see what else. Oh, and Melissa's comment about not knowing I have a podcast and she, you know, and I mentioned like, oh, you know, I have the women take it the lead page and that's where I post, you know, a, I do a couple of posts for every episode, actually three posts for each episode over a couple of days. Um, so I do that mostly over there and I just post the bonus episodes in the group. And she said, no, 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 no. You need, you know, we want to hear that. We want to, um, know that an episode is being released because with the Facebook page, and I totally get this, Facebook only delivers that post to about 2% of the people who are actually following the page. So I know, you know, from that feedback, what I got was if you're not subscribed to the podcast, you don't know if an episode has dropped. So one, I would say subscribe to the podcast. If you have an iPhone, you can subscribe right in iTunes. It's free. You can do a search. There's an, um, a purple. Um, I, I, uh, no, there's a purple podcast app on the iPhone. If you go in there and do a search by Jody Flynn or women taking the lead, you'll find it. You can subscribe to it. If you have an Android, there's Stitcher radio. There's the Google play music store. I'm also in iHeartRadio. Um, and you can also find the websites on, um, sorry, the episodes on the website. There's a play button on every show notes page at the top. There's a um, it's called a smart podcast player. You can find it there as well. So um, definitely the more subscribers the podcast has, the more attention iTunes gives it. Um, and fingers crossed, we're a couple, well, day and a half before the end of the month. This may be a record-breaking month for women taking the lead. I um, got just over 10,000 downloads after I first released the podcast in March of 2015. Well, that was the release month. In May of 2015, I was in the new and noteworthy on iTunes the whole month, and I was running Facebook ads to promote the podcast, and I hit just over 10,000 downloads. And what's really noteworthy about, you know, you know, 
breaking this record is I'm not new and noteworthy anymore because I'm not a new podcast and I'm not running any Facebook ads. So I have gotten to the place where I am organically about to break the 10,000 mark for the podcast. So that's really exciting. There, it, it's, a, it's a very exciting time for me right now with the podcast because there's a lot of momentum building. Um, let's see what else. Oh, and Melissa also pointed out in, um, a post earlier today on, um, the feedback I gave on the agents of change conference that I'm also an Arbonne consultant. It's not something I have talked about before. Um, but I'm totally willing to share this. It just kind of came up naturally in conversations and, you know, it's one of those things where you're not hiding it, but you're not promoting it either. And so I, I do want to be more transparent about everything that's going on in my business because one, I know a lot of you want to, you know, know about the behind the scenes and how I'm running my business and, you know, what I'm doing. And also, I know for a lot of you, you're in network marketing. And so there's that connection we have. And so we can talk about it. And here's the thing. I've been in BNI for six years. And this is what a lot of people, you know, don't think about. And Libby and I have also chatted about this recently. BNI is a network marketing company. It's structured a little bit differently, but the idea is the same. It's all about getting your business out word of mouth. It's about building relationships. It's about giver's gain. It's about giving to people and being of service. Well, network marketing is very much the same. So I'll tell you a little bit about how I got into Arbon. Um, Arbon is something that is growing in Maine and several uh, Arbon consultants have joined B&I groups. And, and if you guys know anything about me, you know how passionate I am about B&I and what B&I can do for small businesses. Well, Arbon reps in Maine, I don't know about the rest of the country, but in Maine, they are killing it because the value system is the same. It's about helping people take the lead, helping people to, to grow and develop and be successful and to achieve and not to be stuck in situations they don't want to be stuck in. Um, the products are amazing. Um, they're all about healthy, organic, it's vegan. It's a U.S.-based company with Swiss-formulated products. And because they go by the European standard, um, there are not as many toxins in Arbon, Arbon products, dramatically. <laughs> there are no toxins in Arbon products, whereas U.S.-based products, it's there's a lot more um, harmful ingredients that are allowed in um, other products that are based in the U.S., so... I totally got behind the product. I've been using it for a few years, um, especially when I found out I have a sensitivity to um, dairy and wheat and sugar. Um, so, you know, some of the things that we all love to have, well, there are Arbon products that I use to replace these things, um, in my diet. And so I don't feel like I'm suffering. I actually, you know, I'm enjoying the products. I actually just had a smoothie for lunch right before I came on here. I have a sweet tooth, so I do love their, um, protein powders. Um, and, uh, but they also have a protein powder that isn't sweet. I don't buy that because I got a, I have a sweet tooth, so I want the sweet product. That's for me. Um, and so I became a consultant recently because, um, few things, the value system is the same. Um, I attract a lot of people. 
um, who are Arbon in Arbon using the products who are consultants because our value system is very similar. In fact, um, I was chatting um, with Libby recently. And just so you know, Libby is also, she is my leader. Um, she's, she's first and foremost, my friend and my colleague, she's in my BNI group. That's how we met. Um, and recently we were chatting and it's just so clear that, um, our, our value systems are the same between myself and the Arbonne culture. Um, and so I attract a lot of Arbonne people to me. And here's the other thing with women taking the lead. I talk to a lot of women who are either in jobs that they hate um, or they've been pushing themselves so hard for so long that their body is starting to take the brunt of all that stress and all that pressure. And so I either meet women who are looking for a change and looking to do something differently, or I'm meeting women who have chronic health issues. They have fibromyalgia, chronic pain, arthritis, um, and, and autoimmune disorders, you know, several of my clients, when we first started working together, this, this was the condition that they were in because they had been pushing themselves so hard. They'd been dealing with being unhappy for so long. And it was natural for me to chat with them about Arbon. And normally I would refer them to Libby and be like, Hey, you need to talk to my friend Libby. She's got a product and, you know, a whole system of eating that can help, you know, either alleviate or get rid of this condition because, you know, other people have had that experience. We're not medical doctors, but, you know, the testimonials that people leave, you know, they're saying that this eating plan and these products definitely help them um, with their health conditions. And so, um, so in talking with Livy recently, she's like, Jody, it's a no brainer. The value system is the same. It's in alignment um, with your value system. You're already using the products. You're already having these conversations. People are already attracted to you and coming to you who could use this help. And so I was like, of course, of course. Now, you know, women taking the lead, that is my mission. You know, that's my focus. That's my goal. I just added Arbon into my business as a value add for my clients and the people I chat with. You know, this is just another service that I can offer them. Um, and I don't have to send them to somebody else. I mean, I would introduce Libby to anybody and I would introduce anyone I met to Libby, um, regardless of that. But it was, a, it was just a way that, uh, the conversation could stay with me, you know, that, that I was the one that they had originally built the relationship with. And so we could just continue that conversation. So that was my whole, uh, reveal, um, wasn't hiding it, but wasn't promoting it either. Um, and we, you know, if you're from Maine or you know people from Maine, we often joke, nobody in Maine has one business. We all have three <laughs> businesses going on. Um, for me, it's women taking the lead in Arbonne. Um, so um, I don't know if you guys had any questions or you needed anything from me, anything you're curious about. Um, at this point, I'm totally willing to stay on. My next um, conference call isn't till 1.15, so I'll stay on as long as the questions are coming. I think that was all of the updates um, I had, but also earlier in the video, I talked about if there are days or times of the week that are best for you to be on a live chat, I'll definitely, you know, gear these, these um, live video streams to a time that works for most people. So now I'm just waiting. I'll give it a few minutes. 
And I'm not seeing anything. So I think I've got you guys all kind of full up for today. Um, so I just want to thank you for being along with me on this journey. I'm totally here for you guys. Like I said earlier, I love feedback. I love hearing from you guys. If there's anything else I could be doing, um, more of, less of in the group, let me know what you need because I definitely, like I said earlier, want to fashion this for you. So I'm going to say goodbye. I hope you guys enjoy your lunch. Um, and I'll be talking. Shelly, you mentioned that one thing you want from me is just, you know, hear more about behind the scenes. And I know some of it's just describing my process and, you know, how I do what I do. But I'd love to bring you guys along, too, to some of the events that I go to. Talking with you soon. Bye. So what did you think? Is it worth doing again? Leave a comment on uh, any of the posts or tweets, the blog on womentakingthelead.com. Wherever you see this, leave a comment. Let me know what you think. And if you're into it, then help me stay accountable. Ask me when the next one is coming out, what it's going to be about. That will definitely motivate me to stay on track. So thank you everyone for joining me and here's to your success. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson, so here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.